it's a great honor to have you guys here. Thank you. Uh, you said uh, you, you team up with uh, Serdar, you work with him, uh, and therefore us being a part of this, we call it slow movement, fascinated by the hidden power of isolation, uh, and to bring a higher meaning back into spaces. And I remember, you know, the, 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 the words, uh, a shelter of the mind, but you can, you can elaborate on that in a little while. So, Serda, after 12 years, uh, you, are, uh, you were Chief Operating Officer at Design Hotels, but you started the slow uh, movement together with Klaus Sendlinger, as many of you probably know. Yeah. Um, and Serda, you are the CEO of Slow. Um, slow is a community of uh, designers, farmers, writers, artists and architects and creative minds whose work engaged with slowness towards a resetting of values uh, in hospitality and beyond. So what is silence? And where can we find silence? Silence or why is a, a still mind actually more important today than ever before? So with Studio Corquino, we are a, a creative studio working on, on perception and on a new way to explore, a new way to travel inward. And um, for doing this, um, we have built our multidisciplinary uh, studio on, on three pillars. We design objects, most of them are objects of uh, rituals. We design spaces that are connected to the hospitality of silent architecture. So that's actually a bit um, what we do. And in 2020, um, we have developed um, from these philosophies, these are inspirations, a perception of silence. So the core of our studio is really perception and how we look at things, simple things of life. And actually silence today is a very scarce product uh, or experience. And we have developed um, the hospitality tradition of uh, a steer room. We have developed these um, influences of textures, materials, to create a space where you can welcome silence or just the luxury of not being distracted. And we invited um, CEOs to have meetings there with their, yeah, with their colleagues. We invited students because they couldn't have the, um, their study, for exam. They were disturbed at home. They couldn't go to the library. So we actually developed a movement towards silence in our city. And um, this is what actually um, have been the core of our studio. Furthermore, we have then developed several scenarios to propose ritualized experiences to um, clients, like how can we reinterpret it, the Japanese tea ceremony? How can we have a kind of a hatha yoga, but with an olfactive scent? So all kind of rituals that are really connected to the, the art of traveling inwards, we have developed this um, with several clients, like you see here, from a floor plan and having a kind of design manifesto on materials, on the way how to shape space to create uh, stillness and uh, silent atmospheres. I joined the company officially in April 2020, which was like, you know, this kickoff of a you know, period of confusion in, the li in our lives of travel and hospitality with the pandemic. And uh, so many of these values that I believe we are uh, representing with SLOW have been seen 
an accelerated demand throughout the last three years. The whole idea has come from creating a more meaningful hospitality concept uh, for travelers that are not just, you know, um, looking for spaces of fun, which doesn't mean we're not fun, but also of learning how to live a better life, a healthier, a happier, and ultimately a, a wealthier life. It was a lot about design at some point and architecture, but how do you find meaning in that? That's more in the aesthetics. And it continued with topics around sustainability. But I mean, I think sustainability and luxury are equal to me, and it's common sense, so it's not a differentiation anymore. And what we missed was still actually those hotels that give us more than just accommodation, F&B, what is still the classic model. And the industry indeed, in my opinion, is one of those industries that hasn't seen any innovation in the last 25 years. Our intention was to create places, obviously our passion is about architecture and design, but we like to say cultivating arts, crops and inner gardens, which is around uh, you know, the culture, to how to lift the culture, to program these places with content where people can become part of locally inspired cultural events. Um, and crops relates to the food. We are what we eat, and uh, unfortunately we are eating a lot of unhealthy food. This is why we actually put a strong focus on cultivating our own food by building farms or farmer collectives. And inner gardens is indeed our personal well-being, biological and mental. So these are the pillars of the program that we create. And every of these places finds its um, inspiration through the cultural and the natural context of its location. So every place has its own identity. There is no replication. We indeed work with different partners in architecture and design, in programming, in, in, in everything. Um, and trying to create places that have a meaning and allow people to explore that are looking for a, a purpose in their travel. What we enjoy a lot is the development process as much as hopefully the future operations where we work with different artisans, uh, craftsmen, and of course designers like Cedric that we have been thinking of what is the health cloister of the future. This was our first project. Uh, and came up here. I would like to ask a question, um, because uh, Serda, what does it mean for me as a guest? Uh, because it, it sounds so nice and interesting and also like it's a new way of, of living or you want to educate us to live a more authentic life. So can I put myself in as a, as a normal hotel guest and what, what will I get? Well, yes, of course. I mean, you can, I mean, you, you there is a filter in hospitality, right, for the guests, and the filters work very simple. Um, you can go from the must to the niche. So it is a target group specific business, so I wouldn't say it's for everyone. But uh, if the filters match your criteria and your interest, then you definitely find yourself in a journey that can not give you a great time, where you can be with your friends or meet new ones, and uh, but also to, you know, our aim is to provide a, a, a hospitality culture that ideally inspires you to integrate in your life in parts of that, of course. How does this um, concept different, differentiate from, you know, for the past 20 years you would have a lot of yoga, mindfulness and wellness concepts popping up all over the world, but how is your concept different? 
Well, I think um, one thing that we see a lot is that we have a lot of retreats happening. And what we see is also people like to escape from their pace of life, from the hectic life they are living. Um, but those escapes usually end up being to recharge and go back in the same pace or the same hectic life. So, I mean, what we really try to achieve by working with the right contributors and collaborators is to teach people how they can actually have a better integrated life, how they can have a more balanced life, a healthier life. And, and, and I think there is lots of things that are still in the process of being redeveloped into, you know, really lived on a daily base. We talk a lot about it, everyone talks a lot about it, but there is not many people that really achieve to integrate the talks mm. and really walk. And that's what we want to help with. Yeah, It's probably more costly to develop a, a slow project. And you're integrating also Cedric with all of your beautiful ideas. So is it, uh, is it scalable and is it, is it competitive uh, to work with slow? Scale is a different one and a difficult one. Because if you develop each location independently and with a unique ID, then it's hardly scalable. What can be scalable is the program that you create throughout these places. So the synergies, and this is where we have our scale indeed, which is the engagement of the community and the guests. There, there is a scale in there. But what we are aiming for is to create legacy. I mean, we, 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 it's a passion project for sure. It comes from the motivation we gained from that industry. And uh, there is no short-term uh, exit plan behind that. There is actually no exit plan behind that. <laughs> the problem is if you don't engage deeply, which mainly slow is about, so to consider the implications of what you're doing and to engage deeply with what you're doing rather than fast and do it properly, then uh, you never create holistically um, well-integrated products. And that doesn't bring a good return, in my opinion. What do you mean with the concept of stillness? Um, and how does it make sense in hospitality in 2022? When you connect hospitality and the care or taking care of uh, humanity, humankind, and actually the, the context of today, that distraction is actually defined by the World Health Organization as the cancer of the 21st century, even for the future generations, when you look at all the devices coming uh, in their hands, that means that there's a huge opportunity for uh, hospitality experience to reframe that and trying to redefine everything, how we care about our guests and how we care about offering them something that is more valuable maybe than just a brand experience. And this is actually um, what I love with traveling inwards and just like conceptualizing um, a space or an architecture or an experience using the right materials, using the right ritualized flow is actually how uh, hospitality brands can bring their guests in that kind of flow. Wow. I think that ends uh, yeah. our really inspiring panel discussion. And hopefully yeah. all our guests are yeah. in a good balance now, Cedric. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they slowed down. Thank you so much, Cedric. Thank so you nice so much. To speak with you.